you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. according to Matthew. While Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside, wishing to speak with him. Someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak with you. He said to them in reply, to the one who told him, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mothers and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is my brother and sister and mother. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Prophet Micah, great teacher, beautiful book of scripture, Micah, talks about God being a shepherd of his people and how he took care of them, even in their ancestry when they were captives in the slavery of Egypt. God has always had, through his prophets, a way of communicating his love and his affection to us. Sometimes we miss that. Sometimes we, we, we see a God of terror in the Old Testament or God of vengeance and so on. And if you read the Psalms, they're reiterated there, those characteristics. But the prophets were people who in their own words and inspired by the Holy Spirit tried to get across to the people of Israel the covenant that they had with God. He is their God. We are his people, and this is how we follow him, through the covenant. But they had to supplement the covenant, which were the laws, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments. They had to supplement them with metaphors. And, and one of the metaphors we hear today is a shepherd. And, and Micah traces the, the shepherd role of God as he was with his people in per, in. in, in persecution, as slaves in Egypt. He's with his people as they leave. He's with his people even in the new promised land. Jesus comes on the scene 
And he goes a little bit further, a little more intimate, when he describes himself. In today's Gospel of Matthew, Jesus the teacher is focusing on not his role as a pedagogue, as a teacher of the people of Israel, but he has his disciples, his students around him when he's teaching. He says something very interesting. We hear it a lot, but we've got to let it sink in. I had a brother, he passed away, and we were very close. We would get together every Wednesday and on weekends. And we would take care of his granddaughter, my niece's child, and we would do stuff with her all day. We would go to lunch and we would do crafts, and her name is Sophia, excuse me, Kim. Kim's daughter is Sophia. So the, Michael's granddaughter was Sophia. Now she's in college. So this is many years ago. But the, the relationship between brothers, it's like you can't compare it. If you break it, I, you know, don't even talk about it. But if you're there as a brother and sister, and you appreciate each other as brothers and sisters, th there's no other bond. Th there's no greater bond. Because you grow up together, you share together, you fight together, you forgive together, you, you celebrate holidays together. And at, at his wedding, I was Michael's best man. So it goes back. Today, Jesus goes for the familial metaphor. He wants us to realize that the way we handle our brothers and sisters and our parents is a beautiful gift of nature, gift of God, and he supplements it with one very, very specific description of himself. When he's preaching, Disciples say, your brother and your brothers and sisters. Now, the brothers, the plural, probably his, well, Italians would say his paisans, his clan from the, the, the village in which he came. They were all brothers and sisters in those little villages. So mother, it was obviously Mary, there's not two of those, there's only one. Your mother and your brothers are outside looking for you. They want to talk to you. Now, some scripture scholars take this as a way of mother and brothers trying to take Jesus back to their hometown because they think he's a little wacko in the things he's preaching. Don't forget, he's preaching God's love, he's preaching the parables, he's preaching so many ways, and he's getting himself in trouble, and they know that. So some scripture scholars say that's what the goal was of the brothers and mother trying to take Jesus away. Jesus takes it another direction. Your brothers and your mother are outside looking for you, Jesus. And he stops and he asks, Who are my brothers? Who is my mother? Now, you and I know Mary, the mother of God. We, we know the relationship we have with her, and we know, we think we know the relationship he had with her. Very beautiful, very intimate, allowing her to take on a miraculous presence and so many miracles in which she appears throughout the world and whether it's Fatima, Medjugorje, Lourdes, even South America in, in, um, in Guadalupe, 
and he stops and asks, who are my brothers and who is my mother? And if Jesus were here right now, this is what he would do. He would point to you and me and say, these are my brothers and sisters and mother. Because they're coming to me. Those who hear the word that I preach are my brothers and sisters. Now, now think that through. The intimate relationship Jesus establishes with you and me. I mean, we're not only Christians. Yes, we are baptism. We're not only Catholics. Yes, we follow the, the rules of the church and the Pope and all that good stuff. But we are the brothers and sisters of Jesus. His, his own words. Who do the, the will of my father are my brothers, my sisters, my mother. What a joy that should give us. And what a sense of accomplishment, uh, a, a status in this world. Now there's a stipulation. Who do the will of my father, who listen to my father in the words Jesus is teaching, and do it. Okay, 21st century, are we doing the will of the Father? Are we putting into action the words and preaching of Jesus? When we look at our health care providers, we have a good example of people who put into action their, their love for people, their service for people. But it's not only their job. It's a job, yes, but it's also a calling but it's all of our responsibilities to live according to his word. Every person going outside past our beautiful church is the brother and sister of Jesus, or at least our brother and sister, and it's up to us to bring them into the fold, bring them into the family. Because if we do the will of the Father, we are the brothers and sisters of Jesus, and if we're brothers and sisters of Jesus, we have the authority to bring other brothers and sisters into the family. Now, you do that in, in life, in normal society, through adoption. You want a child who's not born into your family, you want to bring him or her into your family, and the, the, the paperwork is all clear, you adopt that child. And you raise that child as if he or she is your own blood. As if, because he's not. But you raise that child as your brother or sister or daughter or son. We are the adopted brothers and sisters of Jesus. We are the adopted children of God. And the paperwork is our baptism, the sacraments, and listening to his word. Now, we're in a very precarious moment of history, aren't we, 21st century. The COVID wasn't enough that infiltrated the world and throughout the world killed a million people, say. That wasn't enough for us to reflect on these are our brothers and sisters, whether they're here in town or in the middle of Florida or in another country. So then on top of that, the devil gets, gets his, his hours done. He, he accomplishes his goal by infiltrating society and encouraging people to destroy. I'm not talking about those who protest 
injustice, not talking about those who are marching and protesting for justice and for right. With them, you don't see destruction. You don't see fire. You don't see bombings. You don't see destroying of public property. You don't see annihilating of police. With the protesters, and all of us are called to protest, we do it every Sunday. We stand and recite our creed. That's a protest. We're letting the world know what we believe. We believe in one God, and we recite aspects of our faith that we believe. And we believe it as sons and daughters of God, as brothers and sisters of Jesus. That's in the building of the church, in our hearts. It also applies to us outside in the world. There are so many people in the world who hate you because you're related to Jesus, who hate us because we hold up justice and right and grace and charity. They'd rather destroy that. And they're not arbitrary people. The government might call them anarchists and others would call them violent protesters or demonstrators. No, no, those who hate you because you are Catholic are infiltrated and inspired by Satan. Make no bones about it. It's all very clear. Jesus comes, makes you his brothers and sisters, all of us, and Satan says, damn it, literally in those words, I'll get them. I'll pull them away from Jesus. I'll pull them away from the church. I'll pull them away from charity. I'll destroy their statues. I'll write on their, on their buildings. I'll burn down their cathedrals. You don't think that's Satan? As powerful and as present as God is in our lives, guaranteed, so is Satan. That's why even in the scriptures, Jesus is confronted by Satan more than once, but most, most obviously at the temptation in the 40 days of the desert. You think that was an accident? You think some very overzealous author of scriptures just put that in to give us a little spice? No. It was there because when the time of Jesus, Satan was here, and the time today, Satan is here. But so is Jesus Christ. In the Eucharist and here. Among his brothers and sisters. Shop Mattress Firm's year-end sale and put an end to junk sleep. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop top-selling brands and get up to 50% off select mattresses, like Sealy Twin Mattresses starting at $224.99 or Serta Twin Mattresses at $349.99. And shop with confidence thanks to our low-price guarantee. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store for details. At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. 
or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll.